Hey, it's Brian here. Um, um, we're going to do something a little bit different this week. So I'm going to do my first feed drop for Up Next, a podcast upfront. It's a project that I had worked on for the last month with at least two dozen companies in the podcasting space to try a podcast format upfront. Uh, we have Michelle Corey from Frequency Media and Tom Webster of Edison Research, who are your hosts. They're going to explain everything about what this event is. And in the episode description, we're going to provide you a link and you can just go to it directly. It's upnext.supercast.tech to get access to this completely free like 70 episode drop of what these amazing companies in the podcasting space are doing and how you can get involved with them. So I'd love for you to check that out. No interview episode this week. No uh, narrated article because I think it kind of speaks for itself. And I am so excited to hear what you think. Shoot me a message. I want to hear back from you. Hey, y'all. It's Michelle Corey. I'm the CEO and founder of Frequency Media, and I'm here with someone special. This is Tom Webster from Edison Research, and thanks for having me here, Michelle. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. And we're here to talk about something pretty cool on the Brian Barletta's behalf, who's come up with a pretty neat concept, a concept that I didn't even know could be neater than the concept that I didn't know about. So if you're tracking still, then welcome to the show. It's about to get a lot clearer. We're talking about Up Next, which is a podcast or audio only format of Upfronts, which frankly, like I didn't know anything about. I'd never heard of an Upfront, probably because I've never worked in advertising myself. And apparently this is actually like a very big deal in the realm of advertising for other mediums. Tom, you know about this, right? Yeah. So when I first became aware of them, I thought it was just the opposite of an outback. But no, apparently it's another thing. It started in TV, really, when television shows would showcase their wares because they needed to line up advertisers before the season. They couldn't just go halfway through a season of, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with no advertising at all. They had to sell the ads ahead of time. Right. So they would throw these kind of junkets and invite agencies and ad buyers to come and watch the new shows and get little kind of sneak peeks. And they would throw celebrities at them to get them excited about it. Mm. Also that they could sell ads up front before the shows aired. And I find that so interesting because that's one of those sides of the world that you never know existed. And then when you hear about it, you're like, oh, well, that makes so much sense. Brian has taken this format and adapted it, of course, appropriately for podcasting, which I always love when the podcast industry practices what it preaches. You know, I have a podcast production company and Frequency is deeply in the landscape. We're constantly researching. We're pulling data from Edison Research <laughs> all the time. Thank you very much. Yes, shout out. But we're pulling that data all the time and we're seeing repeatedly like sound is an intimate and powerful medium. Podcasting will reach your audiences in whole new ways. There's a stat from the BBC that I always love to pull, which is that branded podcast result in an 80 89% increase in brand awareness. 89% increase. And it's also fueled by loyalty. So there's high brand favorability that comes along with that awareness, which is, of course, very important because, you know, not all press is good press. 
And yet, so much of what we do in podcasting, we try to replicate with other mediums like video or live webinars or scheduled events. So the fact that there is this upfront format, which is up next, that is not scheduled, that is in itself the format of a podcast is really exciting. Yeah, and I've taken part in some upfronts in my life and even some upfronts in podcasting. And they're a lot of fun. And I'm really excited to do my next live in-person upfront. And I'll ask people to just, if you'd like to experience this as a podcast, just close your eyes. And maybe that'll work. I don't know. It works every time. But in the case of the up next, I think, it's a really cool way for people to showcase their wares and also to showcase just how much work and effort and polish and joy and magic goes into certainly what you do at Frequency, Michelle, and what all of the great producers and creators in podcasting are doing. And I think it's also just a sign that this is really a mature, special medium that we can have all of these great producers take part. They have all of these great shows lined up, right? Mm -hmm. Podcasting is, it's not two people in a closet hoping to get something good out of it. There's some amazing production work, some amazing storytelling, and that's all being presented for people at the Up Next. And I can't wait to listen. Me too. And I think key word there is special because podcasting is a unique medium. I mean, unique from any other audio medium, certainly. It's compared a lot to radio, but they both have their own different cultures, right? Their own tones, their own approaches. And there is significant overlap, but even those two that are compared so often are different. And This is such a good showcase of what we mean by that. So I think it's a good time to talk a little bit about what to expect because this is not an event. (laughs) No. Well, it is. It's an event in your brain. It's an event in your brain. It's a momentous occasion. It is. Now we're sounding like a press release. (laughs) And I'm thrilled and honored to be here because being here is thrilling and honoring. You sound exactly like the quote I just wrote for you. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm thrilled and honored that you wrote that for me. It was natural. That's fantastic. (laughs) Yes, there is a whole lot of PR speak that goes on out there. But the bottom line is if you were to put PR speak into your podcast, listeners would pick it up in a second and they would disengage. And that is what's so powerful. And I know I'm preaching to the choir over here, but it's all about authenticity. And what is really cool about up next is that it is breaking out the authentic hard work of all of the people who are involved in a really creative way. So first things first, on this feed, you're going to see that there are three trailers set up on the up next feed. And the first trailer is this, you're in it. Congratulations. You're soaking in it. (laughs) Trailers two and three are where you're going to hear thought leaders in the podcast advertising space. So the first of those two trailers features top agencies that are in podcast advertising, and they're going to be in conversation with pod sites. Hey, so you're going to get some really good insights into podcast advertising from the top agencies in it. And so that's a really nice overview perspective. That third trailer on the feed is going to be a conversation between Magellan and some of the biggest and most active brands in podcasting, which I'm actually really excited for. I'm very, very curious about that one. I'm excited to hear all of these producers and some of the new programming that we're going to hear about as nature intended between my headphones or or my earbuds, right? I mean, I love doing upfronts and you get to see some of the people that are creating this content, but so many people have worked so hard behind the scenes to make a podcast sound great. And what I love about the Up Next is it's going to get everybody to experience 
all of this great content from people like NPR and Stitcher and Pacific Content exactly how they intended it, right? How mm-hmm. they've spent so much effort and time and treasure producing it for that experience. And you're going to be able to get that here with the Up Next. That's right. And it does take so much work. Don't I know it? Like my team is out there every day working super hard, coming up with very creative ideas. We're now all abuzz because there's 2 million plus podcasts out in the landscape. But the truth is that there's very, very few that approach podcasting with true intentionality and that put the kind of work that you need to be that audio artisan to make something very special that resonates with those ears of ours and that really make an impact and bring forth that brand favorability and that higher brand awareness. That takes a lot of work. So yes, is podcasting still a super indie accessible game for sure, but is branded podcasting the kind of thing that you want to just like plug in a microphone and go without planning? No, absolutely not. And I think that that's what we're going to see throughout all of the different examples of work and discussions that are taking place at your leisure, (laughs) where you get to pull it up whenever you want to listen to it throughout the course of Up Next. And I am a man of leisure. So I look forward to listening to all of this great programming at my leisure. And you know, you mentioned, Michelle, radio. And one of the great things about the Up Next and exposing people in the advertising community to all of this content is that especially here in America, people have changed their listening habits a great deal just even over the last five years. We do a quarterly study at Edison Research called Share of Ear. Mm -hmm. And when we first started tracking this back in 2014, the amount of time that people spent listening to radio versus the amount of time people spent listening to podcasts nationally was like 25 to 1, right? For every hour of podcast content, people listen to 25 hours of radio. And now just five or six years later, that's seven to one. Hmm. So now podcasting, at least in terms of share of ear, is one-seventh of radio. And I can tell you this, it is not one-seventh in terms of revenue. Radio, I think, Mm. still pulls a lot more revenue proportionally. And I think it's time for podcasting to punch its weight, if not even above its weight, in terms of its place in the American audio landscape and, and the audio landscape of the world. That stat is so fascinating to me. It's not shocking that it's seven to one now because, of course, we're in it. Podcasting is huge and it has so many benefits to it that these consumer habits that have changed, also the way that listenership has changed over COVID has been personally very surprising to me in such a good way. The fact that people are listening to podcasts more than ever, even though those uh, notoriously popular places, the transient spaces that people were listening to podcasts have been taken away from us, basically, like commutes and air travel and gyms. But now we're seeing that podcast listenership wasn't actually dependent on those spaces and that it has really just firm footing in our consumption habits and is going to continue increasing probably over time. What's shocking to me about your statistic, though, is that the revenues are not reflecting that change. Why do you think that is? Do you have any theories? Well, it's newness and people still need to be convinced, I think, about the importance of podcasting and its ability to deliver an audience. And a lot of what podcasting delivers is certainly trackable digitally. And we're going to hear from some people during the up next, certainly like pod sites that do that kind of work. But there's also the kind of impact that podcast advertising can have that's not as easily trackable, at least not with a pixel or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it is, of course, trackable. And that's what happens in your brain when you hear that kind of magical connection between a host you like, a relevant topic, 
and a product brand or service that is kind of congruent with that. We know, and we have loads of brand lift research at Edison, that when those three things line up, then you get not just top of mind awareness, but top of mind preference. Now let's get into the more tangible aspect of things, right? We have over a dozen seasons available right now. And what that basically means is this was a really creative way that Brian approached categorizing a grouping of audio work and pitches, which I'll get into in a second, by publisher. So you're going to be able to see all of advertised casts examples, all of Pacific Contents examples, all of Osiris Media's examples of work by a season they've been given. So we have over a dozen of those that are available now that you're going to be able to listen to right now. And they're structured in similar ways, which is that episode one of everybody's quote unquote season is their pitch. So they're going to talk about their work, what they do in the podcast space and what you can expect and how to make the most of their content and their season. And then episodes two through six in their season are going to be a showcase of their work. And I think that's a really interesting way to break up and categorize all of these different samples of work and ways of working in a way that's also just on one RSS feed. I'm actually a little concerned, and I'm being honest here, that all of these great shows, you're going to get little teasers of them, and they're all going to hook me in. (laughs) And I'm going to have to add like 400 new podcasts to my already crowded listening plate, if it's a plate. (laughs) I don't know if it's a plate, Michelle, where you get your podcasts. Mine's a plate. No, it's an RSS feed. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I still operate with plates. How do you put a podcast on a plate? (laughs) Well, you dish it up, Michelle. (laughs) Oh, no, you've murdered me. (laughs) I murdered you. There's going to be a true crime podcast about this moment one day. (laughs) Michelle Curry was walking home one night. Oh, that was the perfect answer. I was really testing you there, Tom, and you really delivered. You dished it up. Oh, that's going to kill me. (laughs) So yes, we've got over a dozen seasons. By the way, you did mention teasers, and I think what you meant, obviously, was getting a taste of everybody's work. But I want to be very clear that the work that you're going to be hearing over episodes two through six of each season are going to be full episodes. What each publisher is doing is going into their repertoire, and they're pulling some really great showcases and samples of their work via full episodes. That episode one, that pitch likely what you're going to be hearing is why they chose the different episodes and showcases of the work that they did. What we tend to do in this industry as producers is we have our vibe, we have our sort of signature way that we like to produce things. So that's what's going to be really cool to hear all in one feed to be able to see everybody's style come to life. Yeah. And we're going to learn a lot too about how podcasts and advertising are really kind of a great fit in terms of the addressability and the relevance of the audiences. And Mm. you're going to hear from companies like Ad Results and Oxford Road, Veritone One, and they have so much data at the individual podcast level about what really works for different categories of products and different types of brands. And just the richness of all of that data, I think, makes podcasting such a wonderful environment to advertise in. Absolutely. So who are you most excited to hear from? I want to hear what's going on with Spoken Layer. Mm, Why? So we do some work with Spoken Layer, and they do some really fun stuff with speech and voice even outside of podcasting, some smart speaker skills and things like that. 
They're doing some really creative stuff with interactive content. Mm. A lot of the companies that we're going to hear from are clients of Edison. So I can't pick a favorite child. I can't do that. Okay. Well, that's fair. You literally contractually can't or you won't. (laughs) It's probably a little bit of both, I think. I probably could, but a lawyer would shoot me in the face. Then we'd have two true crime podcasts on our hands and that's just too many. Later that afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) One death by humor, the other... (laughs) I hope there's going to be sound design on this. Yeah, I'm super excited to hear from HeadGum. I mean, how could I not be, right? They have just such a great style and sense of humor. And of course, I'm on the creative side and I always like to get that fuel, that creative fuel for ideas and how different audiophiles in the industry are telling stories differently. You know, and I'm excited also to hear from our friends at NPR and, you know, we've done a lot of work with them over the years and Mm -hmm. so much, I think, of what podcasters have learned. A lot of that received wisdom comes through the public media system and and certainly NPR is a big part of that and PRX is a big part of that. Not the only part of it, certainly, but I'm really excited to hear some of what they've got coming up. That's actually a great point that NPR is going to be there because I always like to look at how any media companies that have been radio dominant have transitioned over into podcasting or keep those two sides of their business going or streamed audio in general. And they have done it right. I mean, they're the OGs, right? They're one of the OGs. So it is cool to have them as part of this group because it's not just about looking exclusively at the future and how to do it differently. Part of what our whole ethos at Frequency is, is honoring the rich legacy of sound that came before us because, you know, sound and audio have such a rich, amazing, dramatic legacy and quirky, super weird. It's just been very experimental since the beginning. If you look at like the history of how recorded audio even was invented, all of the experimentation surrounding it is super ultra weird. (laughs) We like to look at what came before us and then also build on that. How do we change that? How are we constantly doing something new? And Frankly, in my opinion and my whole team's opinion, there's just so much left to do when it comes to audio. There is so much left to innovate and build on and experiment with. Well, and also audio is the quickest path to our brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much this really gets talked about, but we can see things and we can hear things. And when we hear things, our brain processes them almost instantly, right? Those sound waves yeah. tickle the little hairs in our ears and that's taken directly to our brain. When we see things, all of that stuff that we see is, I don't know, it's turned into chemicals and stuff. I think it takes like five minutes to process something. I think if you see something, you don't actually process it for, could be hours. I don't know. It depends on how much you've had to eat or drink that day. But I know it's slower than listening. So it's really almost like a direct current into the brain, emotionally, logically. And I'm just such a huge fan of audio storytelling. And that's why I got into this business somewhere between 15 and 100 years ago. Mm, Wow, that is a broad range. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's so real. You are preaching to the choir right now. I just love hearing somebody else talk about this. (laughs) You know, when you've said something ad nauseum, that direct current into your ears, it really causes a ripple throughout your body. And sound is known to change our body's chemistry, you know, to change our brain chemistry. That's why personally, we're always preaching at frequency, like, do it with intention. What is your goal? Why are you doing what you're doing in podcasting? What is the intention behind your words and the sounds that you're about to emit to the masses? And harness that power for good. Try to tell stories of truth. Try to tell messages that uplift. 
And you can do that while also profiting off of those stories, but you can harness it for good reasons and in good ways. And we always believe that that's then going to bring you more listens, which brings your advertisers and sponsors more revenue. You know, I'm speaking specifically to brands right now because that's who we work with. And it adds value to your listeners' lives. So this is, I think, where all of those different interconnection points come together and you can start piecing together what that looks like for you as a brand, as an advertiser, as a potential sponsor, whatever side of the business you're on. Yeah. And what's really exciting, I think, about the Up Next is it's really going to be a one-stop shopping center. If you're at an agency, if you're with a brand, any kind of a media buyer, and you've not really dipped your toe into podcast listening yourself. Maybe you even buy some podcasts, but maybe your own podcast listening has been kind of hit or miss. Mm. This really is going to be a one-stop shop for you to completely immerse yourself in the space, immerse yourself in the content, immerse yourself in really the state of the art in terms of metrics and tracking, and immerse yourself in all of the great connections that these companies can make between your brand, your product, your service, and the customers you're trying to reach. That is a good point, Tom. In fact, that is such a good point that I think it's time to allow everyone to just immerse themselves in exactly the way that you just said. So really just hope everyone makes the most of this incredible setup and opportunity for that immersion that you just mentioned. So enjoy. And obviously, if you ever have questions about podcast production, you can ask me or literally anybody (laughs) on Up Next. Yeah, no doubt. And obviously, you're going to hear some great companies dealing with data and metrics. And I'm happy to answer those questions as well. At Edison, we've been looking at this space for 16 years now. Mm. I was just a boy then. Hold up. I honestly have no idea how old you are, but that's part of the richness of this mystery, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You're between 15 and a thousand years old. (laughs) I think all that matters to an advertiser is I'm 25 to 54. (laughs) That's where we'll leave it. Now, obviously, we want to keep the spotlight on the podcasts you're about to hear from our amazing publisher partners. But Michelle and I need to take a quick moment to thank the team who made what you're hearing right now possible. Thanks to Marcus DePaula of the Podcast Audio Lab for the audio engineering work to make the two of us sound even better than we do in real life. Marcus has a whole suite of audio courses coming out shortly, so get on his list at podcastaudiolab.com. And thanks to Evo Terra for his help in producing and strategizing how the concept of Up Next would come to life. If you're not listening to and or reading the daily content for working podcasters that Evo puts out on podcast pontifications, you're missing out. Get on the list at podcastpontifications.com. But of course, Up Next is the brainchild of Brian Barletta and Sounds Profitable, your source for the incredibly important world of podcast ad tech and monetization. Read it listen to it, and become a sponsor at soundsprofitable.com. Once again, I'm Michelle Corey from Frequency Media. And I'm Tom Webster from Edison Research. Happy listening. Happy listening.